Welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with Alex. Hello, Alex. Hello. Alex is that rarest of things, a reader, who's joining me here in the command pod. Don't sit. No, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Sorry. Take a spot. Take a seat anywhere. Thanks for coming to the command pod. As we get closer and closer to episode 100, I don't know why we just felt that we ought to speak to somebody who listens to us. So you have been chosen. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, if not slightly surreal. It is a little odd. Try not to look out of the window too much. It'll make you feel uh, maybe slightly nauseous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just because it's a bit of poor floating out there. Do you have any... I don't know know what to say. Have you got any... I don't know. Have you got any questions? Did you ever do a podcast that was not from a kind of set module or would you no we've never oh would we would we um yeah i think i think we might to be honest we sort of stumbled into this we tend to rotate the gm job between us mm-hmm. and it, i think it was just coming up to the time that i was going to run something and i was digging around for something to run and then coincidentally we talked about trying to record something and see what it would be like so it's not there's no planning involved if we carried on Yes, I guess so. I mean, there's an awful lot of work involved in keeping these things together, though. Is it? That's I the only thing I, I, you guys strike me as people that would be able to improvise pretty pretty good on the fly. I think we. I mean, in terms of the play, it would be fine. It's just that the adventure that we did, somebody would probably have to sort of sketch something out. So the work involved in prepping that adventure and sort of trying to hit that regular weekly spot, that's the thing that's difficult. Mm. And getting people's calendars together and stuff. Well, so I've I got to say, I, I, I felt a little bit tricked because I saw you on Twitter, I think, from something got reposted. And um, I, I think the first time I got involved with you was uh, when I saw a picture of all these old dudes together in a kind of a garage. And I was like, wow, look at these guys. They're still doing it. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. But then I, I not doing it one of way. your... No, I heard you're not all meeting together. Which kind of so that's worked. Yes, of course. we. <laughs> yes, the, the live works. Well, we d- that, that hooked me. We do meet up certainly twice a year for a kind of a festival of uh, games D&D whatever all sorts of things we used to meet up face to face regularly for a long time now we've pretty much played online and what we try and do I'm surely people have seen through this by now we try and give the atmosphere of people sitting around a table together but even though actually we're not well that that works that that completely works because i i didn't realize until like i don't know where it was you mentioned it but it was quite late on in the uh in the episodes where you mentioned that and then i was like oh wow they're not all sat around together yeah we have been playing as a group for so long that i think some of that online chat awkwardness all the pauses and stuff we don't tend to get too much of that because we've all been playing D for so long so i think maybe that helps to make it to give the impression that we're all sort of you know i don't know about that because i never played online i've only played in person i'm a bit uh, reticent really i don't know what about playing online yeah part of the joy for me is that it's getting around together on the table i mean obviously you know i can hear you guys Not are having, on the table yeah yeah you're having loads of fun and you know it's clearly working but i just i don't know i'm just a, i'm just a bit yeah no i completely understand so a couple of the members of the hilltop elders of the hilltop don't participate in the show and that's basically because they're not really so keen on playing in an online game joss and nico hello joss and nico we've reached that point in our lives where scheduling meeting up face to face really becomes quite difficult and we just found that using an online platform meant that at least we were playing even if it wasn't optimal uh what else would you like to know <laughs> you don't have to want to know uh, how cantankerous is uncle buggy in real life Johnny, he's a complete nightmare. We edit out the worst bits. He effectively lives his bitter, um, (laughs) misanthropic life through his character creations, which are pretty much always sorcerers. And then occasionally, he'll run a split class with a cleric in there somewhere. So a barbarian cleric is his sort of other default option, just so that he doesn't have to rely on anybody else for healing. (laughs) And he's also, he, he feels he has the sort of 
curse of the failed saving throw on him. Like he fell into the cauldron of failed saving throws when he was a baby or something. And he's absolutely certain every time he rolls a dice for a saving throw that he's going to fail. He does like to r- roll out the dice, doesn't he, quite a lot? This is a bit, he this does. Is a bit... He likes to. Oh, he does. He's got this, <laughs> he also feels that the numbers have all been worked out in advance. Yeah. They're all queuing up. Also, he's been playing for a very long time, as he will tell you. And old D&D was much more lethal. And if the things that happened to your character didn't kill your character, they were what were called save or suck. You would fail a saving throw and that was, you'd be turned to stone or paralysed or something. You might schlep to somebody's house to play D&D for an afternoon, fail a saving throw in the first 10 minutes and then just sit there for the rest of the afternoon while everybody else enjoyed themselves. And that would happen to Johnny an awful lot. D&D was the first roleplay game I'd played. Right. When I grew up, the majority I played was actually Warhammer, the roleplay game. Fantastic system, really brilliant system. And I played with my cousins and my cousin, he was a masterful DM. I don't like the sound of your cousin very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, okay. no, no. He's a scary, scary guy uh, and and huge as well. Uh, so Actually, the more you talk about it, the more I've come from admiring. D- just don't tell him where I live. You know. he'll, he'll find you. We played Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay a lot when it first came out in the end of the 80s. We played it at a time where we were also looking at lots of other games and it was all about what would stick. We always played Shadowrun a lot. Got that. Yep. We played whatever edition of D&D was out at the time. Second, I think, mostly. Yeah, that's what I had. It was just a question of getting things to stick. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny's house was like the default venue for our D&D games when we were younger basically because he didn't want to have to travel a long way in order to fail that saving throw in the first 10 minutes. He'd rather fail that saving throw at home and then he could go and do whatever <laughs> he did while we carried on playing. I'm pretty certain that's what it was. Do you want to know anything else about any of the other players? Um, no. Uh, w- They're hardly worth thinking, you know. <laughs> well, I, 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 I had a soft spot for, and still do, Ooh. for um, Burple, but Uncle... Bu- Burple Herpish. Yes, but Uncle Bud, yep. he's just kind of, he's just, he's just kind of pipped him. Yeah. I'm sorry to say that. He's become a bit of a kind of, you know, national hero. Hero. We get we get post we get emails about Uncle Buggy. Anyway, that, we, that being said, I, I would actually I would actually also like to see Uncle Buggy like explode in a fireball or something. That would be pretty cool. Oh, so like, wouldn't uh, we ever? It's all about crushed dreams, isn't it? I can separately DM you my bank details if you like, <laughs> and we could come to an arrangement. Fine, I could make that happen for you. Yeah. Now, where are you up to? Are you? I mean, What's are you reading it? every week? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I have a I have a very long commute, and uh, I listen to it a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I think I can kind of hear the trauma. I have to say, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a lot. Um, and but you're up to date. I'm up so to where date. Are you up to? I don't uh, even. What, what's happening? Face spiders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In the shadow world, yes. all that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. We are recording the intro. Um, we're recording an intro, by the way, Alex, just in case that wasn't made clear to you, to episode 96. How about that? Which is about three or four episodes in the future. Now, hence, the, the while we're in the command pod, we're here now, but we're talking about an episode that has already happened, but hasn't yet happened. But actually, we're recording an intro for an episode that also hasn't yet happened. Gotcha. So there we are. And we use the command pod to surf across the line between the past and the present and the future, hence that slight feeling of queasiness. So you play D&D, you played Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Yep. Do you play currently? I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, 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 I'm at a school at the moment, which is a kind of like special needs and behavioural school, and I play D&D with right. the kids there. And uh, Oh, excellent, somebody, excellent. Some of these these young people, they kind of like struggle to kind of stay in class and whatnot, but they'll happily yeah. sit down and do like three hours yeah. of D&D, and they love it. They draw pictures, they write about it, and uh, you know these young people are absolutely amazing, and their ideas are incredible, and they're funny, and uh, the involvement from them is just—it's—it's it's just fantastic, and it, it's a kind of like a really useful tool for 
for the school really um because they get to kind of have this safe space to play imaginative games and there's a real mix of um issues that these young people have but they love it and it's you know i'm getting a real kick out of that so um yeah happiness anecdotally it seems to be that the role-playing games kind of are a force for good for all sorts of people in all sorts of parts of life well, i mean i'm seeing that firsthand and uh, it totally is and i mean i had it firsthand like i said i played with my cousins and you know without getting too cheesy about it, it you know it really kind of like brought me closer together with my cousins oh, bring the cheese paul's leaning okay, forward fine, in his chair fine, fine, fine. okay here comes the cheese and um, it brought me closer together with my cousins and i i, I bonded yes. with them more because of it that really was um, quite um, yeah. <laughs> any other questions? Anything else you want to know? Do you want to say anything? Have you got anything? Have you got a message for our players or anything? <sighs> That's a big question. No. No. Excellent. <laughs> I don't think. Well, in that case, thank you very much for dropping into the command pod to say hello. As always, dear readers, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Bellowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. And you can, of course, email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. And we will try and find something positive to do with your message. I have no other news or information for you, so let us push on with episode 96. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Episode 96 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Up jump the buggy. Excellent. No need to fight it. Well, that's no idea. Yeah. I've burnt mm. my fifth levels. How are we going to get the key off it? Run up to it. Have you got some kind of hold monster? No. <sighs> well, I don't mind trying. I'll just try and grab it. Jump up and grab it. It only does the nasty beam is only really nasty if other people are attacking it doing damage to it mm. i mm. like the um fairy fire that's very nice yeah. it's that, great for alessandra yeah it just adds the good evening everybody good, good evening. evening good evening good evening. good evening everyone i'm here with dan and graham uh, johnny I see, I see i'm not here what remains of paul <laughs> i'm not here either more of paul has been removed no uh, no since we last spoke no no i'm still i'm stacking them in the cupboard where we used to keep burple's well sorry i had to move some of it out burple's secret backstory dan <laughs> oh <laughs> well stick it in the bin it's fine with all my well other um, stuff. it's that thing in the fridge mm-hmm. with the label on it mm-hmm. don't touch that <laughs> okay i've got an interview with one of um, paul's removed parts in one of our interests coming up really? soon have you should be mm. fun yeah you never told must me be that. a bit awkward some uh we keep him in the corner shocking revelations coming to a podcast world's ninth best podcast <laughs> and also we're joined by dr eusebio spider lucas talking of which the spider is back mm. our heroes are battling the giant ooze monster in the scary gallery room in the but where are we in some weird bit of the whispering can that they've accessed through some strange interdimensional gate a gate that burple could see but the others could not as burple passed through it he had a vision of a river of blood flowing into the dark that he felt compelled to throw himself into and follow the current of they found a river of blood or at least a river of red water further down but they've kind of left that to one side they've also found hasty testapod floating in a globe it's all a bit weird this whole thing isn't it but They've returned to the upper levels to take on the ooze, and now they've been attacked by their friend, the weird spider, that scuttled out of a little funnel of shadow darkness and rushed up to Alessandra and Buggy, and that is where we left things. Is that fair enough? Yep. Mm -hmm. We're going to start with the spider. Let's put it on the map. Seems reasonable. Uh, It's going to attack Alessandra. It's nice and simple. You little bastard doesn't really have a decision to make yep first attack is with the bite yep rolling hitting rolling a 19 hitting armor class 26 yeah, bite. yeah 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 can you make a constitution save this is a 
poison-based effect, if that's relevant to you. Uh, making a 19. You're fine, but you take 10 points of piercing damage, and then it attacks you with its horrible prongs. First mm-hmm. prong attack hits armor class. Yeah, not enough with a two. Second attack hits armor class. Ooh, uh, it's a 15 hits armor class 22. Another five points of piercing damage. Cool. That is it for the spider. Now the ooze. The ooze can't reach anybody apart from Parker. So it's going to attack Parker. Two pseudopods on Parker. First pseudopod. It's armor class 14. Not going to be enough. Second pseudopod. It's armor class 18. Not going to be enough, Parker. Right? No. That's it for the great big horrible monster. And we move on to Uncle Buggy on four. I am doing a protection from poison on myself. Yep. You've inadvertently found yourself at the front. Yes, it's all planned, you see. I'm no coward. Um, I do a pro- no coward? What's he got to do with it? And then I'm going to start raging as a bonus section. Yes. And then okay. can I move up to it? Where's the key on it? The key is hanging from a little silver chain around the gap between its head and its thorax. Can I mean, it's I not like a super it? accessible place. Can I try and grab it? What do you want to do? Step up inside its space, as it were. As a halfling, you can do that. Yeah. It's a large creature, uh, but you can jump. That's also true, correct? It is, but um, I haven't activated the ring. Well, I might rethink that, depending on if you could... I might not rage... You think that you need to be able to jump up to... a jump, then I probably won't do the... Well, you're only three and a half foot tall, is that right? Yep, so how high... You think you'd need to... You think that reaching the key up there, this thing is um, rearing... It's a large creature. Is it an interact with an object type of grab as part of a move, or is it... To be honest, I hadn't looked that far ahead. There's going to be some kind of roll. Probably some sort of attack roll, I would say. Okay, so it's Um, an action, basically. Oh, 100%. Put it this way. Let's flip it round. If I had a creature run up to you no, and no, decided no, I, to take... Yeah, right, you, there would be... Fun. We'd have an all okay, sorts well of... Okay, well, I, I can't right. do that. <laughs> I'm just going to... Bonus action, going to rage, and then I'm, I've done the protection from poison, and yeah. that's it. That's it. Okay, excellent. And nothing else, definitely. Sessions on 16. I'm going to step five foot to the east. I'm going to... Towards it. Towards yep. the spider, yep. Mm-hmm. Which I think brings part of it within the um, spirit guardians yes I will as my action I will cast tumbling dice toll the dead on it so wisdom save yep DC 16 oh it's not got great wisdom save it gets 16 though okay so it saves so we don't need to worry about whether it's wounded or not because nothing happens and as my bonus action I don't think I can see the ooze I will pull the crushing coin towards me 5, 10, 15, 20 understood and that's my go. All done. Definitely. Definitely, yep. On 13, it's burpledy herpledy her. Burpledy herpledy her will yes. require a wisdom save. DC 15 from the spiddly spaddly spoo. Please. I'll take this thing seriously. What, like that? Is that the sort of thing you're talking Gosh, about? Is that that natural 20? No, just, I was just expecting like, a really crappy roll. But anyway, it still takes some damage. Dice. It still takes some oh, damage. Oh, look, I've got two twos and a three. Well, I'm going to use the Empower to Mm re-roll the two twos and the three. Okay, yep. So 15 plus 3d6. Yeah? Yep. 
Yes. Oh! Another 11. So 21, 25, 26. 26. 26 points of damage. Mm. What kind of damage? Psychic. Let me just check on something. As you know, Spidey Woo has many, many magic powers. Not in this realm, it doesn't. Well, <sighs> we'll get into that. Oh, Certainly it seems to have more magic powers in its realm than it does elsewhere, but you do some damage on it. Does it have to run away or anything? No, because it made it saving throw. Anything else from burbledy herbledy who? Is that no, where you're going to stand? I'm going to stand about five foot further away. Okay, just going to back up a bit. <laughs> back me up on this. Parker on 11. Well, I guess Back I'll... in the silent gallery with the ooze. I guess I'll continue zapping the ooze. Mm-hmm. Fairy fire is still going, right? Yeah. I, yeah, okay. That would be a hit for five points. A hit for seven and another seven and five. Yeah, okay. And well, I mean, it's one, looking, one you know... more oh. D10 just to knock it in there for eight points. Well, I mean, you so think it's looking a little bit um, 14, damaged, 24, Parker. 32 mm. in total. Sandy on 10. Sandy on 10 is going to do longbow attack on the spider. Okay, at disadvantage. My disadvantage. Aren't you using a longbow? Cross... Uh, I have... Oh, you bugger. At disadvantage. You think you know okay. someone. Mm-hmm. So the first one is... Well, the best man at his wedding, didn't, right? Didn't he come to your wedding, Mike? Armour class really 19 and arm class 21. Arm class 19. That might be a hit. I'm just going... Oh, no, it's a miss. <laughs> How very pleasing. <laughs> All uh, right, then. miss... The creature. Alessandra's going to move back 15 feet mm-hmm. next to Burple. It's going to get an attack opportunity. No, it's not. Oh, oh, oh because of oh, your magic oh, what's it? Oh, 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 oh. How very satisfying. Because of they were mobile. Satisfying. Um, right. <laughs> um, that's it. It's the spider and the ooze. Let's do the ooze first. The spider and the ooze. It sounds like a kid's story. The spider story. and the ooze. Alan the yeah, uh, Mrs. Parker with the first attack. It's missed, Parker. I'm going to make that saving throw. It's just, you never know. Um, that's not going to be enough against your synaptic static anyway, Bonds, right? No, it's 15. Back to the spider. The spider is starting its round inside the spirit guardians, Graham. Correct. It rolls a 10. Not enough. How much damage is that? 19 points of radiant damage, sir. Radiant. Radiant, sir. Oh, radiant, sir. Oh, oh. Ooh. Okay, fine. It attacks Uncle Buggy, who is the nearest person to it, because Uncle Buggy, as always, is at the front, attacking with the bite, hitting armor class 20E. 20E. Yes. Tell me about your poison resistance. I have an advantage on saves, and I have resistance. The resistance means you only take half damage from poison? Yep. Okay, well, then make the save with an advantage. You're going to make this because you've got the orc dice to all these. Yeah, make it. Fine. You take half off, therefore, because of your rage, nine. So you take uh, four points of piercing damage, and then it attacks you twice with its pincers. First attack. It misses. Second attack with a nine, and it misses with a four. That is it for the spider. And we move on to Uncle Buggy on four. I've slightly cocked up a bit. The ring of jumping, <laughs> it says... <laughs> Brilliant. Not for months. Please don't tell me for months that you've cocked uh, up. No, I don't know, because I usually activate not the ring Nico, of jumping. Not a Nico Vaughan missing final paragraph. Okay. No, yeah. I usually activate the ring of jumping before I start raging. But this it says, while you're wearing the ring, you can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action at will. Right. While I'm raging, I can't cast spells. So when you're raging, you can't jump with your magic jump thing. Is that what we're really saying? Yeah, I mean, it says at will. I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. 
I, I can cast. Got it, got it, got it. Fine. Well, let's not worry about it. Can I jump up anyway? Uh. I mean, normal jump. What's your jump? I think it's three times. Your strength uh, bonus or something like that. I hate the jumping rules. I mean, I don't hate. Yeah, them. I, I, I hate don't know them. Well. I suppose I fear. I fear what I don't understand. Like it's three times your strength. Strength bonus. Surely. No. Three times your strength. So your strength is? No, it doesn't make sense. No, you'd be jumping like 50 feet in the air. Horizontal jump, three times strength equals 38. Why have I put that? Oh, it's three plus your strength modifier. How do you multiply something by three and get 38? Without Mm. a 10-foot run-up, I can jump three feet. Three feet? (laughs) Where did you get that one from, John? Awesome. It's three plus your strength modifier, so that's six feet, half of that without a 10-foot run-up. Yeah, okay. Loser. We're not just, I'm not just bashing it, otherwise, it's just going to disappear again, isn't it? Once it gets low in the hit points, yeah. You're holding your flame tongue sword, it's dangling it's a great on sword, a chain, right? is it? Can I swipe it? I mean, it? I think we've established it's not a great sword, but no. in both hands, you're holding the sword, right? I don't know that you can't reach it with a six foot jump. If you can jump three feet, then you can reach up to about six or seven feet up in the air if you're three and a half foot tall. As a generality, I like the idea that you can do stuff that you try and do. So, so if you're three and a half foot tall, you must be close to four and a half foot with your hands in the air right jump three feet and he's going to be seven jumping six or seven feet this thing is 10 feet across so i suspect that if you can jump six or seven feet in the air you've got a shot at grabbing this key or at least of snagging it you don't know if the chain will break it could be mithril or something whatever you just don't okay, know well, but I'll you give it a jump you never go at it this thing is rearing over you this giant arachnid creature you're going to jump for its thorax and try and grab at the key simple yeah you can move freely into the squares of creatures that are of a larger size than you. Yeah. I think it's either got to be... I'm tempted to make it a strength... Or, I don't know what... I mean, I'll take any um, suggestions that anybody makes. Athletics. Or it's sleight of hand, I'm thinking. I would think sleight of hand might be a good... Um... You're either going to try and use brute force, jump up, snap the key off the chain. Oddly, actually, I think I've talked myself out of sleight of hand. I can't see how you're going to undo anything, right? You're not... Not gonna Unless you try and lift it off its mm. head. I think this thing's head is a kind of great big globular thing, festooned with eyes and mandibles and squiggly parts. How did they get the chain on in the first place, then? Is there some well, kind I mean, of con- contraption? No, um, it's... God, the whole thing's fallen apart, Paul. I mean, don't ask difficult questions. I think it's an athletics check. Yeah, so I get plus three on athletics checks. I've got a DC in mind. Johnny, just use your ort dice anyway. Uh, always got your you ort dice. advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws when you're raging when i'm raging so okay, that's so actually advantage. better than athletics yeah okay so well i mean a strength checks and athletics checks same. are the same thing yep. so strength brackets athletics yep. plus three at advantage Ooh. three Ooh. eight second one is eight a... is not enough oh fuck. you could you know johnny uh. use your ought dice you only get to re-roll once you don't get to re-roll both dice but you get to add a d6 on top but you get to add a d6. What do you want to do? I'll do that. Hang on, I'm just going to roll the dice a few times to get a few crap dice rolls out. Okay, there we go. That was, that was Two. crap. Nice. Oh, well one. done, that okay. was crap. All right, well, uh, I'm uh. ready now. Okay, okay here this we go. This is the oot dice. The oot dice, yes. <laughs> you get to add a d6. Oh, oh, no, no, oh. Ort does not answer your call. You've not reached the threshold that I had in mind. No, so you very bravely, me. for once, scuttle within the legs of this thing, leap up, <laughs> try and grab the key, uh, fail. I'm going to say that you're within its reach now. Yeah. Okay, fine. Anything else? 
I will click my heels together, which activates my um, speed, boost of speed. There's no place like home. Hmm. That's a bonus action or something, is it? Yep. Okay, top of the round. Round five, I think. A session's on 16. Um, Your time to jump up, even though you're a bit portly. Uh, yeah. Um, You've seen it attempted. <laughs> and he says, yeah. He means no. It's the strength bit, you know, it's a bit terrifying, given that I, I can have... hold the stool for you, your stool. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be exerting himself that um, much. Oh, I know he's yeah. been eating sausages, but given that I'm mm. flying, I don't really worry about getting up. It's the strength bit that's Ooh. a bit worrying. Mm-hmm. Maintaining um, it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and we can't use sleight of hand. To use sleight of hand to steal a key off a necklace, you would need to undo the necklace. Yeah, that's that's a hand job. That's a hand <laughs> job, isn't it? It's not... Yeah. I don't know that that is logical in this instance. When it can see you and yeah. doesn't want you okay. to do it, I think, yeah. Okay, so I am going to do tumbling dice on it again. Wisdom save. Yeah. Getting a 13. Uh, that's not enough then. It's wounded, yeah. Yeah. It is. Nine, oh, 18 points of radiance, uh, 18. Oh. And as my bonus action, I crash the crushing coin into it. Not yep. sure we want uh, to scare it off though. Well, hitting armor class twenty is a miss. It's a miss. Twenty is a, is a miss. miss. Is it? It's not fairy fired. Something's fairy fired. No. No, the ooze. Yeah. The, ooze. the ooze is fairy fired. The ooze is fairy. Well, twenty is a miss. Then I think twenty is a miss. I think we've established with extended precedent that this thing's armor class is twenty-one. 21. <sighs> well, you know, felt very exciting. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of... Uh, that's it? My five-foot step backwards is blocked by Sandy and, and Burple, so I'll stay where I am. Right. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? Um, yes, I will. Mm-hmm. I'll stay where I am. I'll stay where I am. Burpledy, herpledy, hoop. It is your turn. <sighs> There's a gang of you crushed up on this ramp, looking down at this giant spider. It looks a bit beaten up by what you've done so far. Does it? But it doesn't look like things are precarious for it. Well, I'm going to move up and hit it. Okay. It's totally crazy, but I'm that kind of guy. I will miss it with the following number. Yeah, roll your miss. Ooh, oh, no. it's a 25. Mm. There's a hit. What are you hitting it with? I'm hitting it with the plus two sword of Zosiel. Oh, wow. You could not hit it with a more appropriate or attractive weapon. <laughs> Seven plus... Hang on, because I'm going to use a point of my bardic inspiration mm-hmm. to do an additional 5d6. Oh, nice, sir. Nice. Wow. Okay. Ooh. So another 20. So that's 27 points de damage sur la Blimey. tête de la monstre. Sur la tête de la monstre avec le plus two sword. De ce ciel. De ce ciel. And we move on to Parker, if it is a real Parker, on 11. Right, so I need a ruling. Oh, Can no. I... There's been altogether <laughs> too many rulings yes. this evening. Basically, at the moment, I'm attuned to my flame tongue sword and not the quarter staff. Right. So therefore, that does slashing damage. I'm a bit worried about doing slashing damage on this thing. Right. But surely I can hit it with the flat of the flame tongue sword and then still do the I... plus 2d8 fire damage on it. That would be uh, my... Yeah. I can't see. I mean, you're using the sword in a way that it's not meant to be used, right? Yeah. As in... But surely that... I would rule that attacking with the sword, the flat of the blade, I'm afraid, means that you'll be attacking at disadvantage. That would be cancelled by the advantage from the fairy fire, and so you'd just be making normal attacks. Once we've done all of that, 
you can I'll take still that. be doing your flame tongue damage. Right, there we go. Uh, second ruling. <laughs> um, do I it's think that part. with the unarmed strike, yep. right, because now I'm going to yep. actually have to move up and hit it. I haven't got any more fangs of the fire snake. Mm-hmm. Because oh. my unarmed strikes oh, yeah. count as magical, do I feel that I'm going to take acid damage if I hit it with my hands or feet? Do you feel like... What's my... I mean... Do I, can I make the, an intelligence check or... An emotional intelligence emotional check, <laughs> what it sounds like you're... you're Fumbling towards. <laughs> this evening has been very ruling-y. Mm, I'm reading Lucas the rules about... Oh, well, no, well, I'm reading away. the rules about what applies here. You could get George Perrett's QC <laughs> to interpret this paragraph, and I I don't know that he would be able to make sense of it. Okay, so... It's, 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 you feel like you're going to damage yourself if you thump it. There you go. Okay. I managed to find the appropriate bit of... Well, the relevant right. bit well, of Well, I will just restrict myself to the two flame tongue attacks then. Eleven... Is a hit, amazingly, because this thing's got an absolute pony armor class. Six bludgeoning and eight fire. Armor class ten. Ten is a miss. Ten is a miss. Okay, ten is a miss. then that's me. Hurrah! Ah. So it takes 14 uh, points of damage. Sandy, it's you. Okay. Still not dead. Still. No, it, it looks okay. like it's, you know, I it's mean, revivifying. it's... revivifying. It's not so much revivifying as not diefying. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't do too much damage. It'll just bugger off. We need to grab the key. The key. We're talking again, Johnny, when mm. you were asleep there. Yeah. We were just been talking about the ooze. Yeah. Oh, beg your pardon. <laughs> but Paul's about to attack That's fine. it. That's the point. Yes, Paul's about to attack well, it. Paul never, never does any damage. Alessandra's about to attack the ooze. D. Mm-hmm. So oh. Ah, she's going, going for the ooze. She's okay. Move around the corner. She's doing a long yeah. bow attack at advantage. Yes. Hitting on plus 23. Is a hit. I mean, don't yeah. need to do anything else there. No. Ooh, 13 plus sneak attack damage. Huge amount of damage. 18, so 31 points of damage in total. Well, Parker and Alessandra, you don't know that this thing has got much left in it, to be honest. It's rather difficult to tell, but you think it's, you know, that was another significant thump. You think it's weakening. Put it that way. Excellent. Let's find out how much. And I will move back around the corner. Let's find out how much it's weakening when it attacks Parker, hopelessly, because it's completely useless, this thing. Running a five, hitting on with class 12, not enough. And another pseudopod running a seven. (laughs) I know, it bounced off the 17. 14, not enough. Over here, this thing rears up. It's going to attack one to three, Uncle Buggy, four to six. Burpledy, herpledy, hoopadish. Running a d6, getting a five. It rears up and it's reaching to strike you, Burple. Burple, a very strange sensation flashes through your mind at this point. You feel like if you wanted to, you could not be here all of a sudden. You don't know quite what that means, but you've got the feeling that just now, just for an instant, you've got the opportunity to, as it were, jump, zap, zip, step through, whatever, away from this thing, and it wouldn't be able to hit you. It's like your mind is posing you the option but your conscious mind can make the decision as to whether or not to exercise the option what would you like to do i'll do whatever that is then please (laughs) is is my answer what so burple gives in to the impulse to just not be there yeah burple vanishes as Mm. this thing turns to him is it like leaving a sort of weird skein of kind of vapor or mist or something behind him misty step and a 
appears just a few feet down the corridor. Right. You've used your reaction, Burple, in doing so, by the way. Right. You also feel like you've now got a sense of what that impulse is. Yeah. We'll talk about it later, but you feel that that's something you now understand a little better. What, meaning I can I can keep doing it? Well, you're not sure about under what circumstances or quite how you would... You feel that there's a, a journey mm-hmm. to be made in order to fully understand it. But yes, you feel that you will be able to do it again in the future. Oh, it's a magic... You might feel that you would with your be, able to, might be able to do ability. it. That was an instinctive reaction under a moment of stress when you were threatened, but you feel that maybe mm-hmm. if you understood it a bit, but let's not it's get into too much. The sword of Zosiel's giving you extra powers. You think? Something's, yeah. well, Something's no, going on. So no fair, no I, fair. No, because I lost the ability. Do you remember my um, the Healy thing was, mm-hmm. was kind of... It was Less, all in the cupboard weakened. with your backstory is what I've been saying and now I've had to clear the stuff out uh, so yeah, plenty okay, opportunity so. to look through that stuff and you never look through the stuff and now I've had to throw it away what? and take it to the charity <laughs> shop there we go what, uh, right. uh, what am I missing oh. uh, what, uh, was there an actual thing I should have looked at you vanish and this thing is going to make a dexterity save to see whether or not it can reframe its attack onto Buggy. Oh, but I think if it fails its dexterity save, it's rather committed to shaping itself to attack Burple, and then Burple vanishes and it loses its My, attack. That's Yes? It's starting its round in the Spirit Guardians. Does it not need to make a saving throw before it does that? Oh, you always just... It's just it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sessions with the clip. Yeah. <laughs> Never get to enjoy myself, just have the round. You could have Excuse waited until the me. end, or you could have done oh, do it you at the have beginning. Excuse to me, I'm be sorry. Here. <laughs> and I hate to interrupt you mid flow but I think you'll need a permit. Okay, yes, I'll make the save. So fine, yes, blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't make the save. How much damage oh, is it? Goody, goody, goody. 11 million T. 11 points of damage. Right, with that little bit of um, bureaucracy covered. It rolls a 16 and does get to attack Buggy. First attack with the bite. Hits armor class 18. Not enough. No. Second attack. It hits armor class 25 and armor class 19. Is that enough? Mm, Yes. Johnny, why didn't you just uh, zap yourself away somewhere? 11 and 7. Or can you not do that? Johnny. So 5 and 3. Have you halved it for me? Yes, 5 and 3. I've halved it for you. Because I can't actually do the maths myself. I'm (laughs) dim. I know. Uh, bottom of the round on four <coughs> He's uh, cool buggy. Cool buggy. right I'm going to try and jump up and grab this bloody key oh excellent having another go yes okay I have the number in my mind I'm at advantage yes but you've I've used your like, dice now yep. yep so the first roll is a Ooh. 70 you succeed buddy. Oh. you succeed you slip your elderly but practiced fingers <laughs> Into the gap, you tug, and the silver chain snaps, and you come away with the little silver key in your hand. Um, I mean, don't all cheer at once. Hey. Yeah, but it's buggy, so we could, it's a little grudging. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody can just unironically just enjoy Finally each other's successes. It's all over. God, I suppose. We'll never hear the last of this now. No. Um, I've got the key. Was that a single action? Can I now attack with my... Don't take the piss. <laughs> I suppose that was a full round action, wasn't it? <laughs> Good try, yeah. though. This thing goes... Oh, no. My key, my key. It says... <laughs> Right, that's my go. Fast. Doesn't seem too worried about it. Makes sense. Um, Seems quite happy. 
Yeah, well, I can't do an unhappy spider. It's not in my repertoire. <laughs> Buggy, you have the key. You have the secret. You've got the key to another place. And, Buggy, as you grab the key, you feel the benevolence of Oort shine upon you. Do you receive a new once-only Oort dice? Oort. Oort. So you have your regular Oort dice you can use once a session, and you have your new once-only only Oort dice. Top of the next round, sessions on 16. Oh, right. Okay. Hmm. Weren't expecting that. No. <laughs> well, first thing, I'll whack it with the crushing coin. Yeah, got it. Thwack. Whack away. Hang on, let me... Uh, yeah, thwack away, thwack away. Thwack away. <gasps> thwack away. Whick, whack away, whick, whack away, whick, oh. whack away. Rolling an 11 on the dice for a 19, armor class 19. 19 is insufficient. It's got armor class it 20. Goes. <laughs> uh, I will then cast... Toll the dead on it, or tumbling dice. Oh, a 19, though, on the blue dice of power. Okay, and then I will retreat to between uh, Purple and Alessandra. Covering all angles. Covering Buggy in the uh, Spirit Guardians and also protecting the door from the blob. The spider is now out of the Spirit Guardians, right? Yeah. On 13, it is Burberry, Herberty. Can I have a Wisdom Save DC 15 from the blob, please? The blob? Oh, God, I don't think it's got a Wisdom Save, but no. Okay, (laughs) so it takes 5d6 psychic damage. Oh. Uh, Oh, that's quite good. 15, 20. I mean, I know it's been a slow grind, but it's looking pretty unwell. I mean, I don't know how you could tell (laughs) Yeah, you can tell whether or not it looks unwell. I mean, it started off looking like something that had fallen off Paul, right? Oh, thank you very much. And it's not improved since. What does that mean? Maybe it's starting to look like... You know when the tuna mayo has been in the, that little soup, <laughs> that little metal dish in the sandwich bar, just long enough so that you pick the chicken mayo instead? Yeah. Yeah, would, it's starting to look I a bit like it? that, perhaps. I think if they didn't have anything, if the cheese had those slightly hard corners... Yeah. You do live in a bin. And you were forced to go for the tuna, you'd hope that they would sort of zhuzh it a bit, but... I don't know. Once it's got that little crust, but if, you know, oh, if this were weight, this has gone off on a tangent that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> this is skin, not it's, a crust. What's the though, cell by really? I'm trying to work out if it's dead or if it's still alive, Mike. Oh, it's still alive. <sighs> it's still moving. It's wobbling about, going. <laughs> but it's just not looking very well. You, it looks like you've hastened its journey to the world of the once was a blob, no longer a blob world. It, well, it has to move away from me as well. <laughs> oh, does <Yeah>. it? <laughs> Does it hold up because Does it have a reaction? Well, it may have a reaction, but I don't know if it's actually got anything. Uh, is it scared? What's the deal? Uh, I don't think it's. It's not scared. It's not a fear effect. I don't think it is a is fear it? effect. It says uh, on a failed save, it takes the, the damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Okay, it moves away from you. Yeah, I think that, I think it would as fast as it can. It backs away five feet and then it climbs up level with the gallery and the far side of the chamber from you. That's the best it can. Oh, actually, maybe it would head out through the door and out into the corridor. That's its most effective way of getting as far away from you as possible. Shall I roll? What do you think? It's got an intelligence of three. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just going to head straight. So it either goes straight yeah, away and tries to climb up, up the yeah, wall. it'll back up to the wall and probably just sit there. Okay. It's not clever enough to go. Unless it has, it, think has it taken its time to visit the, the crossroads and explore those other areas. Does it even know they exist? I don't think it would know that it whether it had or not, would it? <laughs> I'm slightly concerned because there would be a chance, albeit a slim chance, 
that it might be affected by that crown of madness effect if it went into the corridor and the bookkeeping for that and just the general rules of <laughs> well, I, that, see I that. really just cannot face well maybe it's also got the firewall which it may not recognize and it might go into that firewall it's too much fun for it going the other way for us to not give it a chance i'm gonna roll a d6 yep. one to three it just pegs up the wall directly away from you four to six it heads out through the door into the crossroads and we'll see how it does Okay. Six, getting a six. Oh, Off it go. goes. It moves through the door and then it limps one square in. What alignment is it? You may want to talk to me in the broom cupboard about its alignment. Okay, it's unaligned. It makes a saving throw. DC 18, a wisdom save, which it fails. fails. A Let me just check the spell. <laughs> How? Surely not. Where would the crown go? It has no head. Well, that's what I'm wondering. It may be able to extrude a kind of top... <laughs> pod bots yeah. thing yeah. what's it going to attack oh bollocks it doesn't work it's only on humanoids <laughs> okay it doesn't get affected by that it just heads out the door how far I does think it that's move? enough for purple that's it okay uh, on 11 pack it I think I will just basically move up and uh, engage it oh god because you can run down <laughs> move up to it and attack it armor class 12 I'm assuming that's a miss is a hit and that is the end <sighs> Well, roll your damage. How much damage do you do? Ten points of damage. No, no, no. It's it's that's it. It goes and just becomes an inert pool of goop. Want to do anything else, Paul? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Can't really do anything else, can you? Sandy, baby, it's time for your turn. Michael. Yes. We've discussed this name in the past, and you continue to do it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What's the? I'm gonna. I want to. S- my longbow and take out my rapier and what's the action economy for that one i think it's is it free to draw a weapon somebody must know graham anybody remember it's interact with an object drawing yeah. a weapon if you're putting right, okay, something so away then you then you have to yeah then you it's also an interact with an object yeah yeah so you can drop the longbow and then freely draw either the rapier or the crossbow even if i spend the entire round and do nothing else no no if you use your action then you're mm-hmm golden right okay because i would like to do that does it leave me with anything any opportunity i could do a dash i can do a a dash hide or disengage you can't yeah you can move yeah interact is to put your sword away your action is to take out the bow and now you can move other way around but yeah yeah Yeah, but i'm taking out a a crossbow and a rapier no you can't do both okay but what you can do is of course freely take out the other one when your turn rolls around next time okay well that's what i'll do effectively you're fine yeah so that's okay do it's it on six it's no longer in the spirit guardians so it doesn't need to make a save this is a difficult one i've got three courses of action i'm not going to tell you what they are one or two is course of action A. Actually, yep. it's really only got two courses of action. Run away One to fight. three is course of action A. Four to six is course of action B. Here we go. Rolling a D6. Getting a one. Course of action A. Okay, it attacks Buggy. The first attack on Buggy with the bite. Running a two. Not getting enough. And then two attacks with the prongs. The first... Uh, yeah. uh, second. <laughs> prong. Prong. Ooh, that's more like it. Armor class 22. Hit. You take... A total of grand total of 12 points, so six points of damage. Yes. And I think that's it for it. 
It's your turn. Right. Well, I'm, I'm only asking this question because there was slight confusion with the dragon. But are we actually intending to fight this uh, Spidey? Or are we just going to ignore it? Good question. I intend to fight it. We don't want to just bypass it and stick the key in the thing. Well, that's behind it, which means we've got to go through it. But I can go through it. Yeah, but then you'll be on your own because the rest of us can't. It's just that last time we fought it, it was quite nasty. It is quite nasty. It was in its lair last time we fought it. Yeah. I really think it's got extra lair actions. Yeah, it's got legendary defences in its lair. Right. Okay. I don't think it does out here. And the other other things... Oh, unless that's got Mike's rolling randomly. Yeah, it's going to run away. If it gets below a certain number of hit points, it will scuttle away, I reckon. Friend guy storyteller. Mm-hmm. There seem to be two things, two facets. One is it seems to have some kind of resistance to magic that doesn't seem to be dependent upon whether or not it's in this world or in the shadow world. Mm-hmm. But it also seems to have other stuff that it was doing in its lair in the shadow world that it doesn't seem to be doing here. It may not be that it's as simple as there's a whole load of stuff, you know, it, it, it's a bit more um, It's more complicated nuanced. than that. Nuanced. It's much more complicated than that. Have we got the kind of dimensional anchor thing? I think of ourselves. Doesn't exist. Or at least we couldn't find it last week. All right. Okay. I'm going to bash it then. I'm raging. First one. Okay. Make sure you don't drop that key. Nine. Sorry, Nine. Uh, can I just get a few bad dice rolls out and ignore these? Oh, no. <laughs> you've, just rolled, you've just rolled into a natural 20. 20 17. Fine, fine. Okay. All right. right. Okay, okay. Here we go. 19. Right, actually done the best right. rolling. Like the the bad dice rolls were a, were a 20, yeah. a 19, and a 17. Oh, yeah. And now you've rolled and an 8. Yeah, yeah, you hit. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't know what... I can't... I've just... I can't. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Have you got another attack? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's it, you get one attack a turn. No, I missed the first time, didn't I? Or, or, or before he... Oh, I see, I thought, you were, I thought you were asking us to ignore that. Fine. Okay, miss, miss. Oh, Great. Uh, <laughs> too late. I meant, um, I meant ignore it. Sessions on 16. <laughs> no, no. Is it sessions on 16 again? Okay, so every, every round, round on 16, 16 is amazing. Okay, so in with the uh, crushing coin. Shh, bugger, dugger, 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 26. That is a hit. For uh, nine point of damage. Anything else? Yes. I mean, it's still there. Yeah, yeah of course. I will uh, step <laughs> five foot closer to put it within the Spirit Guardians for the start of its next game. Yes, and I will yes, drop yes. Tumbling Dice on it again. Wisdom saving throw DC 16. Ooh, 16? Yeah. We'd fail that save. Okay, so it takes 11 more points of damage. Oh dear. Okay. Burbledy herbledy who? Does Burble have any more fairy fires? Just just putting it out there yeah do you want one well it makes life if this thing's got quite a high armor class it's got a 21 i think so oh are you finding um, it difficult oh, okay well you know oh dear plus eight. Oh. all right so, so i'll do a first level average. fairy fire on it can i have a dexterity save dc 15 please it'll okay. obviously make it <laughs> blue dice <laughs> well, no uh it doesn't make that save <sighs> Thank it you very chooses much. to make that save. Oh. oh, you're shitting me. It can do that on the Prime Material Plane, or whatever plane we're on. Seems to be a mixture of things that it does. Some of them <sighs> it only seems to do in the Shadow World. Some of them. Is that it for you, Burple? Yeah. Lol. What do you mean, lol? Lol, it's what do, a, what do you mean, lol? It's a child. No, exactly it's a child what do you phrase. mean by lol. It means um, lying on the lilo. Lying on light cheese. <laughs> Lots. Leaving out lavender. Licking, licking old legs. light bulbs. Box of legs. 
<laughs> Spider, did he? Lucas would have been able to tell us that, of well, course. Loads of yeah, well, it's a technical term, so <laughs> yeah. Lucas would know it. Well, I say Lucas, I mean Eusebio. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Alessandra. Super. Thank you, Mike. Alessandra's going to move up, 10 foot up to it. Oh, Drawing formality. The additional weapon. Yeah. Armor class 11. Is a miss with the crossbow. And then I'm going to do a rapier. <sighs> Oh, plus 10, you see? Daisy. Oh, dear. Mm. And then... Amateurs. <laughs> then uh, Alessandra's going to move backwards and around the corner. Okay, and because of your magic boots or something, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, you're, you're yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, fine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's course of action time again for the spot. First of all, it will make it save. Graham, before you jump in, Captain Clipboard <laughs> makes it save. How much damage does it take when oh, it makes it damage. save? Um, hang on. Takes half of that. That five two points. So half of five oh. two. Suddenly everything seems to have slowed down a bit. Now it must make a dice roll. Course of action dice roll. It was one to three, four to six last time. It's now one to two, three and up. Now three and up must be leaving to the shadow yep. world, I reckon. Running a d6 on yep. a one or a two, it's a one. He stays. Now he's just going to have to um, try and uh, poison you. So what it will do is the first attack with its bite on you, Uncle Buggy. Rolling. Uh, <laughs> natural one. You want to gamble? You want to gamble? At last. No. End I don't round. think it would gamble. It wouldn't gamble, and that ends its turn. It goes... Okay, Uncle Buggy, it's your turn. Um, okay, so first attack. Uh, second attack. 18. Is a miss. Back On it. we go. Unless you're moving? No. Uh, to sessions on 16. Well, I'm going to whack it again with the crushing coin. This is all... Hitting armor class 27. Hit. Eight points of damage. It's looking pretty wobbly. Then I will um, toll the dead on it, it again. <laughs> Tell the dead on it again here. We've told uh, the dying. Yes, makes it. And I will stay where I am. Okay. Burbly, hubbly, 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 who? Another dissonant whispers. DC 15 wisdom save, please. Second level this it time. It fails that save. Right. Aha. Uh-huh. Well. In which case, it's going to take an enormous amount of damage. 13. 13 points of the damage. It lives. But it has to, Does it have to run away. reaction to move away. Okay. Buggy, you get an attack opportunity. Here we go. 23. Hitting. Oh, finally. How much damage? This is important. 19. Nine. Five of which is fire. Points of damage. It's starts to spin that dark funnel of shadow strands behind it and it starts to pull itself away as it does so buggy swings at it with the moderately all right sword of flame and spears it through its giant bulbous abdo point and it just goes thank you thank you and thumps to the floor with thank all you. its legs spread out thanks guys <laughs> Are you clapping yourself? Yes, it sounds like he is. Sound of one hand clapping. Go hmm? on there. We'll add clapping in later. Another one bites the dust under buggies. It hand rumbles. When was the last time you killed something? <laughs> what was killing everything? <laughs> really? Well done. Well done. Thank, thank you, you very much. That's marvelous. Thank you very much. I thought very, that was going to get. That was the last. Could have done with a bit of support. It had seventeen hit points left. So you just got it. If you done just a little bit less damage it would have been off and back to the shadow realm it can do it, it can do its thing in its route in a, in a reaction yes it's part of its movement it's got a movement speed which includes the ability to dimensionally squibble God, that's really annoying. technical so we've managed to lay waste to a black pudding and a big spider and get the key let's 
and get the key yes move now, on what do you want to do how do things look how are you getting on well i think how i think there's stand i think the thing that we need to remember is we're moving from a hot area to a cold area aren't we you kind of talk about heat quite a lot at the moment um do you i do, you, yeah because you we've, we've got um, I would actually like certainly to. I'd like to raise a. Oh no, I'll, I'll raise it later. Raise a glass. No, I'll raise it later. It's fine. Point of order. Yeah, point of order. But later. Is it? Let's go and do the key. Is it the four elements? So you've got air at the top, fire. Because we've had earth, maybe. We've the had windy. Wind, we've had windiness. Why don't we take a long rest and try and attune well, to the sphere? First of all, it has occurred to me that you've taken. Um, I was looking at my notes. You've taken two long rests in this last 24-hour period because I just didn't realise the last time you did. Weren't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. I think that means that it is now about seven or eight in the evening of weekday, the third of fart. You need to wait until midnight okay. before I will grudgingly allow you to take another long rest. If only you'd be so paying about attention. five hours. Well, the problem was it was in different weeks and I just, you know... Anyway, we started your battle with Ilthane at two in the morning. Yes. And that's why we've had a long 24-hour period, so it just seems like... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm sure the readers also Made that feel that it seems like it's like a week long. I think they feel let down. So, anyway, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I think we should go and get Hesty Testy Pod. Hesty Testy Pod? Hesty Testy Pod. Hesty Testy Pod. We've okay. got the key. You know, that's the objective of what we're kind of down here for. I mean, we could open up some more doors if you want to, but everybody happy with that? How's everyone doing for hit points? two-thirds uh hit points i'm good quick short rest have we done a short rest okay. in this long rest you period? have yes some of you have used yeah. all of your hit dice so far today in short rest hit dice allocations specifically i think parker has yes. buggy i think it's taken seven or eight parker took i think everything i took three hit dice out of ten you can hear the roar of the furnace back the way you came everything else is quiet the gallery is quiet the ramp is quiet you know let's go let's go do the excellent okay Back down. okay so you're taking a short rest and then you're going to go down the slope into the other chamber up the steps on the other side through the chamber with the carpet and the statue and the golden light shining down on it mm-hmm. into the chamber with the lightning your concentration um wall of force spell it's gone has it yeah 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 that's gone yeah so um i'm not going to right so there's lightning zapping from this spike mm that protrudes from a block of stone in the centre of the ceiling, down into this lightning globe. Hesty hangs inert in the centre of it, holding his staff, you think, and this odd stone object that you've seen referenced elsewhere in the complex. And Asandra, should you give me a perception check? Yeah, I'll give you a perception check. Perception of 17. Mm, okay, not, I mean, you great. think that Hesty... No, it's just that Hesty doesn't look great. That's all, I, that's all I'll say. Okay. He's frozen, not in the um, cryogenic sense just not moving but in the time stop sense mm-hmm. he looks a bit scorched and a bit damaged okay bothered <laughs> should have waited for us shouldn't he I anybody following you you're doing this by yourself no no okay. I'm going to take a crossbow bolt and mm-hmm. I'm just going mm-hmm. to underarm throw it into the room see if anything else. Uh, you're going to take a crossbow bolt you're going to underarm throw it's it it's metal no that's it's whether or not it's uh, living or unliving things I'm just going to do a quick check it's not living, Mike. It's metal. Just saying. You're just deliberately have to un- chipping away at my confidence, <laughs> undermining me. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. It's basically well, right. That's Dan, right. You see. Dan's just annoying. It's a fair cop. 
nothing happens when you throw the crossbow bolt into the room. Okay. I'm not going into... Well, I mean, apart from the fact that it kind of goes ding, 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 onto the floor. Remember, the floor is concave, convex. It it, it dips in the middle, anyway. It's that bit at the start of Terminator with, the, with the, the, the spheres that burn through the floor with a little, little dip. I'll shut up now. Thanks. Yeah, that's probably best. Oh, Could we like have... Pulling teeth. Could yeah. we have... Can <laughs> we have Mage Hand to take the key? <sighs> You're so... Okay, I will put the key in the lock with the mage hand. Thank okay. you. Well, and what are you going to do? Turn, Turn the key. Uh, before you do that, okay. one minute, it, one minute. Uh, let's just step back a bit. <laughs> well, Burple, you've got to be able to see where this hand is operating, right? So you've got to be close enough to be looking through the door. Yeah, I'm far as far away as I can actually get and still do it. <laughs> well, that's right feet. next to the door because, the, because the mechanism is just inside the door. <sighs> It's like a light switch. Yeah, but I can put the, the key. I can the put the key in and then move back and then turn the key without seeing the key. Can you operate a mage hand when you can't see it? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Don't need to look at mage hand. That's fine. Here we go. Uh, point you choose within range. You can choose to use your action. You can use the hand to manipulate. Doesn't say, does it? It doesn't say, which means you can. Yeah, easy. So you insert the key. Yep. And you step away and you instruct the hand to turn the key. You hear a click and nothing, nothing happens in the room. I mean, nothing new happens in the room. The, okay. the, the lightning is still going... Hey, Alessandro, over to you. Uh, I throw Bograff into the room. <laughs> You're the scouty person. Mm. You can't remember the thing with the key and the mechanism, can you? What? Okay, it doesn't matter. The thing with the key and the mechanism is I remember that last time when we did it, I picked the lock. It appeared to be a brilliant picking of the lock, but it didn't affect anything. Where's the keyhole? In the room. In the room. In the wall. Over here. Okay, so the keyhole is in a <laughs> dial, a large dial marked with the arrow of law. Right. The keyhole itself is inset into the design of the arrow of law within this giant sort of turny dial thing. You've definitely turned the key until it's clicked in the keyhole. Right. Can you get the mage so hand to now turn the dial? Can I get the mage hand to now turn the dial, Mike? When it hits 180, as it when the arrow is pointing down rather than up, the lightning crackle from the ceiling abruptly stops, the globe disappears, and the form of Hesty Testapod falls onto the floor in front of you. Okay. Who's standing in the doorway? Alessandra, yes. Buggy, Parker, you can see this. He's lying there. He doesn't move. He's inert. I'm going to gingerly step into the room. Is he held? Does he look like he's held or something? He looks very unwell. Alessandra, even as you step in, he seems to visibly weaken. It looks like you've got a problem here because he looks like he's on his way out. Sessions. How long have you got? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you how long you've got. Oh, when we put things no. up again. Next. Really? Time. Well, why do you always do this? The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. A Gathering of Winds in Asia Worms are copyright Paizo. A Gathering of Winds was written by Wolfgang Bauer. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 